0: Good morning and welcome to CAG Radio, presented by CAG Media, an affiliate of Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is showcasing tomorrow's art giants today. CAG Media has two purposes. First is to share art business ideas, and secondly, to introduce artists to the buying public. You can listen to previously recorded shows on iTunes, and Blog Talk Radio by typing in CAG Media. Or you can visit our website at Contemporary Art Gallery Online and just click on the Media tab. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is always looking for exceptional new artists. And if this describes you, visit us online to learn how to submit your artwork for consideration. If you are interested in purchasing art, please visit us online at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com. You are listening to our ongoing series, The Business of Art, with artist and poet Sharon Bell Hawkshaw. Each week, Sharon explores the business aspects behind the beautiful artwork that artists create and ultimately sell. And now, here she is, Sharon Bell Hawkshaw.
1: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Season 5 of The Business of Art. Can you believe this? My name is Sharon Bell Hawkshaw. And I am back with episode one. So today we're going to discuss developing a workshop. So let's just jump right on in and get to it. Conducting a workshop is an excellent way to receive more exposure as an artist, as well as earn money. People who come to your workshop will have an opportunity to view your art and possibly become buyers. Workshops are also great avenues for networking. When people have a common aim, they often bond quite easily, making for a pleasurable and intensive six hours or even a weekend. You will find that giving a workshop can be quite inspiring to your own creative juices as well. People are feeding off each other, circulating energies, and you're right in the middle. So it's up to you to decide what format do you want for your workshop. A few hours, an all-day event, a two-day retreat, or a series of classes. If you haven't taught previously, it's better to start with a shorter event to get some experience under your belt and to decide if you even like doing it or not. So here are a few questions that you'll need to ask yourself. When are you going to hold your workshop and where are you going to hold your workshop? My suggestions are, one, you need to plan ahead. Give yourself at least four to six months of planning time. That way you can actually enjoy the process. You need time for PR, finding a space, designing flyers, and outlining your program. Two, location is an important element. I mean, I was in the real estate business for a while, and it's always location, location, location. Your own studio or a friend's well-lit garage might work fine if it's the appropriate time of year where you can be outside, or people are planning vacation and renting a spot in a retreat could be a good marketing idea as well. Give clear, written directions as well as a map to find the site. That's three. Four, know the maximum number of participants you can handle, both for the space and time you have. Ten students is often a good number for hands-on assistance. Five, is there access to water, bathroom, a stove? Let attendees know if they need to bring a, a sack lunch, drinking water, or other supplies. Will you be offering coffee or snacks? Six. If you plan to hold your class outdoors, be sure to have an alternate site in case of inclement weather. 7. What will you need to bring? Start making a list and keep it for future workshops. 8. Whatever you decide your workshop will teach, make sure they can learn it all within the given time frame and that each attendee goes home with a finished piece of art. And finally, part of any workshop is the social aspect. Make sure people interact as much as they need to and want to. Make it fun. Each person needs some individual time. Make sure they get it. So that's the first set of questions. Now the second set of questions that you need to ask yourself are who will attend? Decide your target market. Make sure you note on the flyers what level of students you want to instruct. Do you want total novices to attend? Sometimes very experienced artists and novices don't mix. Other times they do. You have to make sure it works if you are attracting both levels. 2. Networking is vital. Talk about your workshop plans with everyone. I am a workshop leader and so on. 3. Offer your workshop or class through continuing education programs at community colleges, adult education programs, community art schools, community centers, park departments, art supply stores, senior centers women's centers, and museums. Expand your mind. You will need a detailed outline, resume, references, examples of your artwork, and a supply list of your students. After you earn a reputation doing workshops for these community institutions, you can branch out on your own and possibly make even more money. Next, make workshops a habit. Remember that the first time you do anything It always takes longer and requires more effort than it will in the future. Once you get in the swing of things, at promoting the workshop, putting your workshop together, at preparing for the workshop, it will become more easy. It will be like brushing your teeth. Don't expect a great turnout for the first time you promote a workshop. Word needs to spread, and it will. If attendees have learned something, and they had a great time, and they're satisfied, they will tell everybody. Creating a flyer. Think of a catchy name for your workshop. Don't clutter your flyer with unnecessary information, only essentials, date, time, place, phone number, website cost, description of what you'll be doing, experience level required to attend, a short bio of yourself. Also on your flyer, after you do a workshop, get a testimonial from attendees and put at least one on the next flyer that you do. People love testimonials. Now, let's talk about promoting your workshop. Post your flyer at local cafes, schools, recreation centers, galleries, performance spaces, senior centers, grocery store bulletin boards, wherever it's legal. I personally support local theater groups. And because I give uh, charitable uh, contributions, I have an advertising spot in their literature. I can put anything I want in there. I change my advertising all the time. Sometimes I advertise workshops. Sometimes I advertise a show, or sometimes I just advertise that I'm an artist. It's inexpensive, and it's a lot of exposure, and it's exposure to people who are interested in the arts. So check out your local theater group and see what contribution amounts they're looking for. So anyway, back to promotion. If people would travel to your workshop from a distance, find out ways to get PR further away. Email to your customers and friends. Use the U.S. Postal Service to mail a card to a list of local artists. In addition to inviting folks you know, you will want to list your workshop in the community arts calendar and on Craigslist. Place an ad in the local arts council newsletter. Find a group of artists to invite you to do a demonstration at their next meeting, using this as a way to develop interest for more lengthy workshops and workshops for people who have a little more skill. So this could be the weekend workshop that you do, or the weekend retreat. The next question is, how much are you going to charge for your workshop? The cost to attend your workshop should be calculated keeping in mind the present market value, demand, competition, and your personal experience. Check out the prices of other artists online. One-day workshops, usually four to six hours, cost between $49 and $99. Remember, you don't need a degree to teach art. Your experience and enthusiasm, as well as the camaraderie with people, are enough for you to help and encourage others' creativity. It's best to require full payment when registering. Artists need to make a commitment. You need to fill your class space as early as possible. Now, you want to show that you are professional, so you definitely want to have a syllabus. You will need to create an outline for the attendees as well as a summary of what you will be teaching and how long you will be spending on each topic. If you're doing an ongoing eight-week course, three hours a week, have a week-by-week agenda of what you're covering to pass out the first week of class and stick to it. If you have a website talking about your classes, and you should, post the syllabus there to entice possible attendees. So your syllabus should be broken down into a summary, the explanation and required materials. So let's talk about the summary. The summary should sound something like this. This course will cover a wide range of work related to advanced watercolor techniques. Students will practice drawing from observation, intuition, and memory and will be encouraged to explore new methods. Now of course you're going to write your own summary but this is just an example. Go online and check out uh, workshops and see how they write their summaries and then you can use that as a jumping point. The next part of your syllabus should be the explanation. Learning advanced techniques will take you to a new level of expertise in your particular style of watercolor. You will pick up tips from the other attendees that will help you keep your creative juices flowing into the new year. Competence will be practiced right on the spot. So that's the explanation. Your course, you're going to write your own explanation again. Go online and check out workshops and see how other people write their explanations for more ideas. And finally, required materials. Email the list of materials to students before the first meeting. Give them plenty of time to get out to the store to purchase whatever it is they need to purchase. Keep it simple. Items they already have in their studio so that you're not imposing on them. If there is something that is not easy to find and you want them to use this item, have it for sale or better yet, charge a material fee that covers the item and provide it to them. If this is for novices, the best thing to do is to have all the materials already there and include that in the price. As they progress, then you can start giving them material lists to go to the store. Because once they get into it, then they will want to go to the art store and have that experience. And lastly, presentation tips. One, practice. Practice in front of the mirror, practice in front of your dog, practice in front of your children, but it really is important to run through the entire workshop. Practice what you're going to say. Write cue cards and number them so that they're in order, or place your syllabus on a projector screen. Arrive 15 to 30 minutes early so you can organize your materials and turn on the heater or the air conditioning, open up the windows, get the lights turned on, get your cup of coffee, and have your nerves uh, settled and ready to go. You'll even have time to chat with early arrivals and not feel stressed. Always start on time. Try not to fidget or say, uh, or you know. Now that was my biggest hurdle and I still do it from time to time. Don't worry if you do it, just know that Over time, you'll get better at it. Introduce yourself. Who are you? How you qualify to teach the subject. Wear appropriate clothing. Use some form of visual aid. As I said earlier, I like projection screens. I shoot my syllabus up onto the projection screen no matter what I'm doing. What speech I might be giving, my speech or the PowerPoint presentation of my speech is up on the projecting board. And the reason why I do that is so that I stay on track and I don't have to remember where I'm going next. And it's an easy way for me to keep myself moving forward. Take breaks every hour, or hour and a half, especially if it's an all-day seminar. If it's a half day or four hours, take a break every 30 minutes. Always bring some humor with you. Levity, fun, laughter, that's the mark of an excellent class. If you make people laugh, you make people smile, even if they don't learn anything, they will talk about your class, your workshop, to everybody. Because it's about having some fun, it's about getting outside of your comfort zone, getting outside of your normal routine, and doing something different. And people do like doing something different, but they want to have fun. So always make sure that it is fun. I think it's important to remember and I don't know who said it but doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results is the definition of insanity. So you want to take your business to the next level and taking your business to the next level is going to require you to step out of your comfort zone and to do something different. This is an excellent different way to promote yourself, promote your business, promote your art. It's an excellent way to bring in additional money and so you should really seriously consider this. I encourage all of you to do some more research, to read up on this, talk to other people who have actually attended workshops, maybe not art, art workshops, but just workshops in general, and see what they thought about it and if they thought it was worth the time and the money and the effort. And if they thought that it wasn't, why wasn't it? So hear about other people's experiences, what went wrong they thought and what went right. And then take notes. So I'm going to stop here. You have a great deal to think about. We'll return in two weeks. Next Saturday CAGO Media presents an Artist Speaks. Again, I've said this time and time again that these interviews really are amazing and you should definitely take the time to listen to them because you will learn something from all these different artists because they all have their unique perspective of the art business and they're all doing something uniquely to them That is um, successful for them. So you might get some great ideas. And they're just entertaining and fun. You can listen to this episode as well as the rest of the CAGO Library at the following locations. iTunes, type in CAGO Media. Blog Talk Radio, type in CAGO Media. Or visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery Online and click on the Media tab. Please note that all shows will post after they have aired. If you have not been to the Contemporary Art Gallery Online a gallery site, oh, please take a visit. It has been completely revamped, and it looks amazing. Take a few moments and go over and visit and click around. They have very interactive, very sleek and sexy, um, and full of interesting information. And did you hear the uh? <laughs> so, again, COG Online is always looking for exceptional new artists. If this describes you, visit us online to learn how to submit your work for consideration. Also, check out um, CAGO Online Monthly Art Competition. For more information, again, visit us at Contemporary Art Gallery Online and click on the Art Competition tab. As always, have a wonderful day and keep creating. Bye.
0: You have been listening to The Business of Art, presented by CAG Media, an affiliate of Contemporary Art Gallery Online. You can find the Business of Art Radio show, along with the other media programs presented by CAG Media, on our website at www.contemporaryartgalleryonline.com, on iTunes, and Blog Talk Radio, and just type in CAG Media. Contemporary Art Gallery is always looking for exceptional new artists. this describes you, visit us online to learn how to submit your artwork for consideration. If you're interested in purchasing art, please visit us at our website, contemporaryartgalleryonline.com. We'll see you next Saturday at 11 a.m. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful afternoon.